In the Studio with Teaching Artists podcast highlights artists' experiences co-teaching Malwin Studio courses for Chicago youth. Meet the inspiring artists that teach at Malwin that include a teaching artist, emerging artist, young artists in high school, and Malwin staff support. Go behind the scenes as teaching artists co-design, plan, and facilitate virtual classes centered in creative youth development. In each episode, you'll learn how the teaching teams meet weekly to dream, reflect, plan curriculum, and support young artists. You'll have an intimate look at the new Malwin cohort model, who the teaching artists are facilitating courses, and insight into teaching art online. In this episode, join us with the joyful teaching team who work together to co-design the course, Living Pictures. Meet teaching artists, Claire Jade Wong, Carolina Bermudez, Eason Bragg, and Kate Adams. Mystical techniques in experimental and traditional animation were created by sixth through 12th grade young artists alongside an intergenerational teaching team. In Living Pictures, young artists learn how to use flipbooks, storyboards, GIFs, and stop motion while holding space for community building and authenticity. Discover how the teaching artists prioritize creativity and experimentation in the studio. Hey y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Malwin Teaching Artist Podcast. So this is a new initiative that Malwin is doing to highlight all of the amazing artists who are teaching right now virtually to give a little insight, knowledge about what it takes to work collaboratively, how to translate Malwin classes virtually, and we're going to learn more about who are these artists, right? Where are they from? What are their interests? How are they coming together to build this dope class? So today we're gonna be spotlighting Living Pictures, which is an animation class. And we have Carolina, we have Eason, we have Jade, and we have Kate. How y'all doing? Good. Good. Excellent. Nice. (laughs) Wait, Victoria, it's Carolina. Carolina, thank you. Yeah. Gotta get it right. So I want to start off with just getting to know y'all first, the three of you, the four of you. So can you introduce yourself, just like a quick little intro of who you are, where you're from, and your art practice, so we know who's on the team? Yeah, I can go first. I'm Carolina. I use she, her pronouns, and I am from the south side of Chicago. I'm a current senior 18. I'm a lover of collages, animation, and the art of watching movies in all type of media. Yeah, that's what exactly. I'm about. It is an art. It is in a digital art. land. Nice. Yeah, I am in the digital land. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You are. Who's next? I'm Eason. I'm uh, from Chicago, uh, West Side, do or die, by way of Iowa now. I'm in Iowa in the corner. Very exciting. No. I'm a digital visual artist. I, I love photography. I love graphic design. Uh, I love film. Yeah, it is all things digital. It's it's a vibe and music. So yeah, that's me. I'm Jade. Uh, I'm a filmmaker slash video artist. Um, I do also a lot of digital work um, like Photoshop, photo manipulation kind of stuff. Um, I also really like making uh, like tactile objects too and drawing as well. I'm from a suburb of Seattle, Washington, but I've been in uh, Chicago for about I think like six or seven years now. And I live on like the far north side, close to Evanston basically. I'm glad you're here, Jade, not Seattle, even though Seattle's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Kate, and I I work at Marwin and I have for a really long time. I, before that, was a CPS sculpture teacher for high school. 
I've been at Marwin, like I said, but um, and my arts practice is really more, much more tactile stuff than this class has worked with, right? I was a sculpture major in college. I was also a fibers major and a ceramics major. But this class has ignited, or rather these beautiful artists that such a gift to be able to collaborate with um, have really introduced me to a digital realm. Like I'm, I'm like the older person that does, didn't lean that way in my art, own arts practice. And so I, I feel like I bring the art of my teaching practice to this team. And I just, yeah, I feel so honored to, to learn all these like dope digital projects. I'm curious to know, what would you say you bring to the team? What's your like special sauce that you bring to the team? Ooh, what's the sauce? It's a great question, but I would, also, <laughs> I would also say we should totally answer it for each other too. Maybe you all should tell each other what you think your special sauce is. I like that suggestion, Kate. Ooh. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Ooh, for sure. It's one of the things I love about this team. I will tell everybody has the special sauce in this team for gassing each other up and just spreading the love just like supporting everybody in the amazingness i feel like we're cheerleaders Mm -hmm. yeah yeah very much so but how do you want to do it victoria do you want me to go one by one and do three people (laughs) or you just want me to choose one person you want to go round robin and then we pass it or something i don't know how do you want to? yeah i think you should choose one person and we'll just go around and talk about everyone i just want to talk about everybody though all right i'll talk about Oh shoot! I was gonna talk about Carol, so I'll I'll talk. Why about don't Carol. you do everyone? Let's do it. Why, Let's do everyone. Why not? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'll be quick. Um, okay, so Carol has this like brilliant, brilliant way of just like kind of like taking all of our wild voices, and Eason is off like processing and like then like coming in with the dopeness. But Carol like t- and, and like Jade is like. Oh my goodness, it's so cute. What are you even saying? <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. magic. It feels I feel like our team is like magic. It's really hard mm-hmm. to describe sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah. At the end okay. of the meetings, we're like, how did we do that? Like Yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> it comes together. So Carol brings things together. Absolutely. Nice. Yes. Right? Totally. You come in with the summation or like during class. A, one of our amazing young artists will say something like what do you mean and you'll just be like and you pull that together in a way that is concise mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. true and like based on your experience and like you you just are like open and sharing of yourself but in a like a really practical way that feels really loved yeah. and, and sure. I feel like I feel like Carol's also always down for like anything too like you're kind of just like yeah. like you do everything and you're also down for everything and you're just like really curious person and have like, amazing taste yeah you have amazing yes. taste <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you and you get everything done you're like you're like nice. I'm gonna do that I can do that somehow <laughs> all because of you guys you guys did really bring out the like energy out of me to want to create and put stuff together for our class it's just like everyone's ideas come together and I really want to like make it happen want I want everyone to see it like okay let's do this so Mm -hmm. that's why I wanted to put things together (laughs) like yeah we motivate each other oh for sure Mm -hmm. and it's it's crazy because like I think as well as being able to uh like surmise these like you know dream plans that we kind of have how she's able to put words to these things I think it's just also just really cool how just independent like you are as as a creator especially for the class like the fact that you put together the the, the little videos about how to do collage and stop motion like you just did it on your own and it was uniquely mm-hmm. you uh we didn't really prompt you to do that and this is just something that you like just kind of thought like this would be really cool to do you're definitely someone who's like a like a self-go-getter and that's just really cool mm-hmm. to see in you um especially as you're just you know you're starting on this journey so dude it's sick it's really cool carol's like 18 brilliant years into this journey yeah right, facts facts like, you're not yeah just you're bringing all that i love you're it you're a veteran for sure mm-hmm. people can do it but i'm blushing really hard <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what's so unique about this experience because you have different ages different experiences different places in life and you're coming together and creating this class for young people I think that's really special you have Carol who's still in high school who is a Mm -hmm. young teaching artist 
you have Eason, who is a teaching artist who started off as a studio facilitator at Malwin. You have Jane, who's a merging teaching artist, and Kate, who's staff. And I think that's mm. really that's really important because that's not I don't know if that's done anywhere else where you have this like crew building a class together. Yeah. This is one of the most like freeing parts of being able to work here is the fact that I I have a team to work with. And I think that just makes everything like when you have a group of people that are working with you, it makes everything easier. And I think one thing a part of our team specifically that's awesome is that like it, it I think we we embody non-hierarchical uh like leading in a sense yeah I feel like I can lean on all of you guys to do stuff and um we all like have this really great way of just naturally being able to support each other uh no matter yeah. what so yeah. I don't know I think we're great I think, I think mm-hmm. the best team I've been able to work with so for sure absolutely okay so we talked about Carol we talked about our team a little bit now <laughs> now <laughs> go ahead Carol who do you want to highlight I think we should talk about how Kate from the beginning has been able to push us to be non-hierarchical and big facts definitely pushed us to be like hey you I know you're new to this I've never done anything like this but you should lead this just to get you started and I thought that was literally the best thing Kate could have done for us because literally we were like babies in the game in the beginning (laughs) and now we're taking over classes and Kate's just like about my children teaching class (laughs) yes we all had those values from the beginning but like it's kind of hard to implement especially when everyone wants to do everything you know and like sometimes it's easier to just have singular roles in a team but like that wasn't really what we were about when we were approaching the team and like kind of figuring out like what we wanted the dynamic to look like you know and I feel like I feel like just having having you there in the beginning to sort of uh, not show us the way, but just kind of like open up the potential or like Mm. possibilities of what we can do was like so important and like really formative for us. I'm not going to add anything new. I think like you're just, you're you're lovely. You're amazing. And yeah, like I agree with what Jade said and Carol said from the beginning, you had that intention of, I want to make sure that this is youth focused. I also want to make sure uh, that this isn't, you know, about me and like I'm not overpowering any of the conversations and like from the out from the get-go you you sought to like give us a voice and I really feel grateful for you for you know believing in us because I know like again like when you're trying to learn how to become a teacher it's like it's hard to be like I can do this I can do that like and uh-huh. you, you instilled a lot of belief in us and you definitely believed in us sometimes when like at least for me like when I didn't believe I could do it like you're definitely like no we're, we're doing this we got this we're the dream team and <laughs> we are the dream team <laughs> yeah yeah Eason, I just want to I just want to like throw it back a little bit at you for that point you just made because like you and I have known each other for a while now, right? Like more than we've known Carol or Jade. And I've talked to you about my intention, about my, like myself as like a white lady. And I told you that my intent, like you and I have been like working together on like goals and stuff. And I told you my intention about, you know, wanting to step back. And like a couple of weeks ago, you chatted me on the side in class and was like, you're so good at what you're doing right now. Like talking a lot. (laughs) 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 that's not what you said but that's what you said (laughs) (laughs) you said it much more graciously but then you were like but we got this and so then I was just like that helped me and I just I felt so respected and loved and like loved in our journey all together so Isam I feel like you bring like the big big heart to this group and just honesty and care and such intention like you slow things down when they need to be slowed down, right? And like you, you're you look to the team and you say like, I remember you saying like towards the beginning like, wow, I've never thought like this before. And we, not only because we were all like Carol, Jade, and I, I think we were all like talking at once or something like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> not because you hadn't thought like that before, but because you like we were just being all we're all so wild sometimes, you know, in our dreaminess. Yeah, we're like, how about this? How about this? How about this? <laughs> exactly. And Lisa's like, but Eason's like, wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> and that's so grounding. I feel like you're the grounding. Yeah. Mm, yes. I love this so much. 
And what I what I'm taking from this is that you all support each other and uplift each other and also like step back when you know someone else can shine. And I think that's so important when you're like collaborating with different people to like know that balance right. I want to go back a little bit to how you guys came together as a team. So you are teaching together, you're co-facilitating the Living Pictures class. Can you talk about how you came up with the idea to do an animation class, Mm. how you guys are planning, like setting up the planning sessions? What does that process look like for you all? I think that the animation class was really came out of the tail end of our collage class that we were teaching last term. Right. And I think that like, I don't, I'm not sure if I exactly remember like what was the catalyst, but I think that because we were all interested in digital work and a lot of the young people in the collage class were also really interested in animation and wanted to make like stop motion videos and um, stuff like that. We, I think maybe it was Kate that was like, uh, Mm -hmm. like trying to hone in on an idea for a class which was the an animation class or like a theme for a class which was animation and I think that's like where the idea started like bubbling was our was our collage class yeah I think it was definitely like it was from the I think it was definitely from the young people and I think we were also kind of into it because I know uh like Jade does a lot of film editing and this is sort of like up their alley in the sense of, you know, putting images together and like making them do really cool experimental things. Uh, and I think, oh, I can't remember her name, but I remember it was Rafa, uh, one of our one of our students, Rafa. And, and Ruby. And Ruby. Oh my God. Oh, I yeah. remember they were like, Rafa, yeah. Yeah. They're doing like a stop motion for like their collage project for the end of it. And we're like, that's super cool. And then we started talking amongst ourselves and uh, we had like a little pre-meeting of like asking uh, some of the young folks, what would you want to have a class on? And it seemed like they're all like, yeah, animation. And um, credit credit to this whole team for like taking that to heart and wanting to make a class that young people wanted to actually be a part of. Yeah, I just want to put another point on that, like, or just like spotlight a little bit what Ethan just said, because we had our collage class and that ended, but then we still had that discord and we still had their emails yeah. and we were like, hey we invited some students from the previous class to say like, what would be a cool class coming up? Mm. Right. And then like five students came and it was, it was just like a random day for a random time for no reason, just to hang out as a group and, and just hear from them and talked about animation. And I just, I love that it was, as you said, Ethan just came from conversations that we were all having in class. How do you come together and week to week build a curriculum for the class? Each week we meet twice a week and usually the first day is on Tuesday and we talk about last class, what we liked about it. But from the beginning, we created an arc of the class that we wanted to follow because we felt like we wanted more structure and kind of wanted to get more, more of a result at the end of our time together. So each week we kind of follow that arc and build an agenda for our class on Saturday that feels right for us. Like sometimes we want to check in that is more interactive with each other. We want the students to um, have some more fun than, than like the more listening type of presentation we're giving. Or sometimes we want to go over specific things that have certain um, like a Mentimeter or um Jamboard. Jamboard. Yeah, Jamboard. We have things like that that we plan out. And then we have usually an outline. And then by the end of the week, we'll usually fill that in with our with our ideas. And sometimes we'll pull back and we'll give suggestions on what we should do and how to how to create that for our class on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoons at two. Yeah, I think we definitely try to for each class, try to like make it as interactive as possible especially like after reading the feedback from our last class because like as a group we're all very we love to just like banter like we were joking (laughs) about uh, before this in our meeting today about how our meetings or our class are like already like a podcast like we just kind of like talk (laughs) to each other 
So, <laughs> so I think that like this class, the living pictures class, we really try to like focus and like build that structure, like Carol was saying, and like try to make it as interactive as possible with the check-in and make sure that there's art making time, like at least 45 minutes of that. And then, uh, yeah, I feel like those mm -hmm, like small, like breakout groups so that they can get to know each other. And I feel like those are like the general guidelines of like what we try to fit into each class while like teaching skills when we can and really just like making sure that there's time to work collectively and like individually. I would say too, though, that we've really realized with this crew in particular, they really love to share. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah totally. And that, so we have ended up just like on the fly shifting the plan because we're like, oh, wow, every single person is going to share their jam board like of their environment that they're creating yes. for their stop motion. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. like heart bursting open, right? <laughs> like that was so beautiful and wild. But every single person, like by the time we got to like, they were making their the slides were gorgeous too. And then by the time we would get to the next person, everybody had just been like, they would just unmute and like share. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like, okay, it's your turn. They just were going for it. And I think that has some so much to do with, for example, like Lydia, yeah. who mm -hmm. hardly says anything out loud, but every single time somebody shares something, she like just gives them love in the chat. And yeah. then Ernest, every yeah. single time. I mean, Ernest talks like yeah. more than me. <laughs> <Same. laughs> we love Ernest teaches so the class for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah now we he's just at the point where he's like helping us transition to the next point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, is it time it. to yeah, yeah. He gets it. <laughs> and like, so they really are just loving sharing with each other. So yeah. I can't wait for the feedback around friendships because I think that's like a weird question to ask. Did you make friends? But maybe they'll say that they felt seen or something, you know? Like that's yeah. what it feels like is happening a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I came into your class last week or so and I could just feel the energy. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, yes. What I was going to say is some of it is organic that like, I think the class feeds off of your energy and your vibe. But I also think you guys are doing intentional community building that makes people feel comfortable to like be themselves and show up how they want to show up and, you know, go on video and talk mm. and I don't think that's happening across the board so I'm really curious to know how you guys are doing that in a virtual space right because that's it's hard you're mm. all you see is these boxes everyone is not on video everyone is not you know talking necessarily how are you yeah. able to build this community that I felt when I was there I don't know what do you think Carol like I'd like to hear what you have to say about it because like you're also in Zoom classes all day, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that it's, it is really hard to build connections over Zoom. Like all of my classes this year, you really haven't gotten to do that because everyone's off mute or everyone's doesn't have their camera on or like it's just not an environment to make friends really. But I think that it's because us as a group have gone past the point of just being fellow teachers but we're also friends and I feel like even as we're opening opening up the meeting we're really welcoming to them and like we don't start off with the check-in we just start off with like talking to each other about how things are going it's stuff like that where students don't think we're teachers like I don't even think we're teachers we're at we're like just big students just trying to talk <laughs> to other students and yeah. also we learn a lot from them we really do oh and we base our like some of our classes off of their ideas and we definitely get a lot of their feedback and we just really care about them in general and there are we try to our best to hear them whenever yes. they want to say something I think that's why we're the best <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, team? you're called the dream team for a reason. So. <laughs> I do. I think that it's like exactly what Carol's saying. Like, it's really 
our classes are really reflective of how we treat each other and like how we interact with each other um Mm -hmm. and I think that we try to bring that like as much as possible into the actual class and like you know we're doing the activities too and like we like to talk about our own work and just the fact that like we notice when there are like we do have a special class where like everyone or so many people are down to share like they're so excited to share and like just kind of trying to like riff off of that almost like noticing when it's when that is working and when when we are creating an environment where people are like oh yeah like I I'm, I'd love to share my work like like having the discord I noticed that like this class our discord server has been like popping off a lot more than mm-hmm. way more than last oh, term yeah. yeah oh yeah and like that's such a like like you know everyone is online like everyone is is trying to find communities online um and so Mm -hmm. just the fact that we can encourage that more or like create the sort of like infrastructure for that like through marwin and through like the different ways that we're doing it online from the discord and like emailing every week you know keeping everyone updated and making sure that newsletter yes we have newsletters and like just kind of making sure that no one is left behind or like doesn't know what we're doing the newsletter always has like how-to videos that Carol made and point-by-point step lists that Jade has made. And so smart. Yeah, so good. Like, this team is going above and beyond. I do want to point out, too, like, I think another big thing is that we, I think we have really, I think some of the young people are just, like, our friends. Like, not some, <laughs> all, like, all of them are, like, our friends. No, yeah. um, no I hear you, yeah. And, like, I, I think kind of just going, like, I think we've each had, like, really great connections with, you know, some young people and, like, like not even just, like, as, like, a, a as, like, a teacher, student person, just, like, like, as people that have common interests in something that we're learning or something that we both have a hobby in. And I think all of us, I think we can all point to somebody in the class that we just have a good connection with or with a couple of people that we're just, like, this is awesome. And I, I think especially with Jade, the way Jade is constantly, you know, welcoming people in, is constantly asking, answering questions, that is constantly, you know, yeah. uh, pointing people, helping people, and just being like the nice, welcoming, kind voice. I think, but also yeah. the structured one too. Yes, right? Jade yes. is the genius. Jade is the, <laughs> <laughs> the brains in this operation. The framework oh, for the oh. wildness. Right. No, you are. <laughs> Gosh. And trying to find a way to include everyone. Always, whenever we have a plan, we're like, oh, wait, but how will a person with no phone do this? Oh, wait, mm-hmm. but how will we do this yep. in an analog way? Or just ways to make sure that everyone is participating. And I think that's a big part of our class that Jade pushes is that mm-hmm. everyone gets to create what they want to create. And that and they're proud of. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes, in the chat too, Jade Mm -hmm. hypes everyone up on their art. We all do that too. And it's amazing. Also, Jade has done this thing where they just like, oh my God, thank goodness. They take notes every time. Honestly? (laughs) How do you take notes with this wild ass song? Honestly, yeah. That's like, why we like need that. that. <laughs> oh, facts. And Jade just like puts times on it and makes us a little agenda, like outline. Oh, man. Gosh, Jade is the spinal column. The, oh, the bones. <laughs> Ooh, literally. Yes. Bones. Spinal cord. Oh, literally. Yes. Okay, so wait, I got it. Eason's the grounding. <laughs> Jade is the nervous system. Carol's the heart. Mm. Uh-oh. Oh. Let's go. But we're also like, like all, all of those things too. That's yeah, yeah, we are. We hard. Are. Yes. I think that's, that's, I love just your energy. It just makes me so happy. So I also wanted to just mention when I was in your class, as you guys know, I asked your class, I asked the students to give me some questions. So I want to try this, this little rapid fire game. So okay, I'll, I'll ask the question and then each of you answer it. Cool. Like, but fast. It's like rapid fire yes. questions. Ooh, so no more talking. Round. It's no, fast. What you're saying is yeah. stop. We, yeah. Steer stop wasting a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop complimenting each other for one yeah. second and answer some questions? Yeah. <laughs> you get it. You that like each so other. so funny. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So the first question is, who are artists that, who is an artist that inspires you? Carol. 
I mean, that's my answer. That, oh. <laughs> oh, wait, I was going to say Carol. Yeah, no, okay. Jade. Jade. But I know you guys are inspired by other people besides each other. Okay. But yeah. I love it. I love okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. All right, somebody else go first. Um, Hiro Mirai, uh, an amazing filmmaker who also does a lot of sketching. Uh, he does a lot of the visual work for Childish Gambino and uh, does the cinematography and directing for Atlanta. Uh, just being able to listen to this guy, just nerd out about colors and all that stuff. Like it's just really cool. And he has a very distinct style and pushes the limitations of a lot of different things. And I just, it's cool that he's willing to work with anybody and willing to just put visions and ideas together. And I just, I really appreciate his work. For me, speaking of Childish Gambino, Childish Gambino, Childish Gambino does everything, aka Donald Glover, just inspired by every all the art he's created. I don't know. This is hard for me. It's I, a hard question. It's a hard question because, I mean, for me, I'm just so disconnected from my arts practice and I'm just so connected to all these brilliant artists on a daily basis at Marwin that honestly, I don't have an answer other than that, Victoria. You can like, you can like <laughs> sanction me. <laughs> and that's your answer, that's your answer. I just, I just, I'm like, I, and you know, like on a daily basis, there's just so, I've been challenged in my way of thinking on like a deep level with these three artists. And I just, I, yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. Um so hard i'm gonna cheat and i'm gonna say not a single artist but i'm really inspired by youtube uh yes. and like and youtube is a broad a broad broad platform but i guess like the calming not quite asmr but like the things that you can almost kind of like numb out to or like watch before you go to bed like mm -hmm. like mukbang videos or like the kind of like DIY craft stuff. I feel like I'm always really inspired by, yeah, I feel like that is what inspires me. And like people might not refer to themselves as artists, but I yes. think that there's something about, like they're still creating something and like getting artistic inspiration for, from internet videos like that, I think is a big, big source for me. Yeah, I think that totally yeah. counts, Jade. Also, Jade's website is a source of inspiration Honestly, for me. It's right? it's a craft oh of its own. <laughs> oh my goodness! Website is art. Yes. And I don't and all of your please. like your video. I didn't Jade, know a landing please. page could move me so emotionally. No. <laughs> Literally the best website I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, the next question is: How did you decide to become a teaching artist? So I became a teaching artist kind of literally by chance, but like the goodwill of the great Lisa Linbe, an amazing, she was my photography teacher when I was at Columbia. But I, I think I decided to stay just because I love the idea to help people younger than me process. Cause I, I had a weird childhood. Like I was, it wasn't bad. I think I had a 90% great childhood, but there's still some trauma that kind of messed me up of learning how to communicate with other people and understanding myself. And I think specifically with art, it's a great way to one, learn about yourself, learn about the world and just help you process through your life and understand where you're trying to go. And being able to be that friend, to be that, you know, uh, figure that can help someone and uh, like be more confident in their own skin. I don't know, I think that's a really cool yeah. calling and also yeah. be able to meet other cool people that have that same passion to just help the next generation become the greatest they can be. Um, yes. Um, I got put onto the Marwin Teaching Artist Job through the Art Institute. They're kind of connected together. So I learned how to do a lot of art stuff on my own because at my high school, like a lot of high schools in Chicago, there were no art, art programs really. So I did a lot of digital stuff literally only on my phone because I didn't want to get Photoshop or anything that I had to pay for. So I did a lot of um, like collages, digital um, editing on my phone and I learned how to do it by myself and I felt like this job was good for me because I wanted to show other young artists how to create from their phones and things that were accessible to them and I'm glad I got to do that. Oh Carol that hits me hard because that's exactly what we've done our last two classes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you for leading us. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I've been on a long road teaching. I was like in art school and it was exhausting and I didn't feel like I knew why I was being an artist at the time when I was in 
like college as an artist. It just didn't feel right. But I finally, when I became an art teacher, I was a CPS teacher for a while. I was like, oh, this is like, it's about like what you're saying, Ethan, like practice, like, oh, let's just like connect with each other and make art and like make relationships. And uh, yeah, being a teaching artist instead of an art teacher, which is like a silly definition difference. But like, mm-hmm. for some reason, I feel like just I'm more able to just be peers with everybody that I encounter, that I work with, right? Young people and everybody. I got my start kind of also by chance, similar to Eason. Um, a friend of mine named Zachary Hutchinson, um, who is teaching a video production class at the Advanced Arts Program at Gallery 37 um, downtown. They had an opening and they encouraged me to apply. And so I did and I got it. And then I was just thrown into a year of teaching a video production class with no experience. And that (laughs) that was a trip for sure. And I, I learned a lot. I'm still learning a lot. And I think that like, as I was kind of, you know, forming, and I'm still forming it, but as I was starting to form a sort of like teaching, like teaching values, I thought a lot about my own experiences with mentors who um, like encouraged me to make my own art or make my own music um, when I was younger. Um, like growing up, going to like teen centers and stuff like that. Yeah. So after AP, then I, then I found out about the Marwin thing from my friend Nani and now we're here. Yeah. Shout out to Nani. (laughs) That's how, that's how I landed in this group with, with all of y'all. Okay. So the, the next question is what do you do when you have artist blocks? artist blocks I've, I've artist had one block. of those for like a year and a half well <laughs> honestly honestly <laughs> now in this pandemic oh my yeah. God. yeah this class like our classes have gotten me out of artist like intense artist blocks like I think I had a huge artist block for like a good two years two or three years after graduating and getting my BFA I was just like I hate art I'm not an artist what what do you mean and like we just felt really disillusioned like didn't know like didn't think I could make art anymore like felt like I didn't have any resources and like after working at Marwin and being part of all these programs like and developing around classes like I feel like that really reinvigorated a practice and like thinking about art all the time and thinking about like how it can enrich young people and myself you know uh like through like I don't know just just not not thinking of it as such high stakes or something like what were you gonna say Kate (laughs) I was just gonna try to say like it's not a big deal like art can just be something cool and we can just make it and it doesn't have to be about it can be loving supportive like fun on the side thing like everybody pick up a post-it note and let's like and then something Mm-hmm. dope happens on that post-it note yeah. right and then that yeah. just makes it easier to make something later that isn't precious or we're not trying to be like these artists who have a career as an artist yeah we're making art because it feels I don't know like something that's like helping us process yeah and mm-hmm. connect with others yeah mm-hmm. being a part of this class has definitely motivated and made me want to make stuff especially when you're seeing when you're instructing, like asking other people to create, it like kind of sparked me to create and kind of do what I was saying others, I was telling others to do. Even when I was like applying to college and writing essays and really busy with school, like I like at the end of the day, I still wanted to make a collage or something. I still wanted to make something because I was really motivated by our class on the weekends. So because we were having really great conversations about how how we create art and why we create art and the meaning of what we do. And it was just really fun to create and show them because I knew I would be like faced with like support on it. And I I think to kind of reiterate what everyone's saying, like I think community for sure helps me. Like I think, especially going to art school, like in college, like the archetype that they tell you what an artist is, it's not like, you know, a good artist knows how to just sit down by themselves, clear their mind and just do their work. Mm-hmm. But I think normally the best work mm-hmm. that I'm able to do is when I'm just, I'm around people that I love and love me. And uh, 
I think that's like when the most joy comes out of it, instead of isolation, instead of like the, the disciplined artist that sits in the studio, I think uh, art comes from, you know, the messy, happy relationships that you have. Um, and I think this, especially this group right here is taught me a lot about i definitely had like the post-graduation like i don't know what i'm doing and i'm done with like that you was talking about <laughs> whenever i'm feeling down i just need to talk to an artist and i feel immediately better it's just yes like, yeah. brings me up lifts yep. my spirits yes. it's just yes. something about it yeah. and i also think that it's okay to like have a block and need a break and not make work yeah. for a long time yeah. Yeah. i feel like this like, <laughs> mentality that you have to continually con- like consume and make things and produce yeah is a mess we all don't have to live that way but i understand where the question is coming from because when it, it happens it's frustrating right and oh, it's scary you like yeah you want to get out of it but i think it's okay to kind of sit in that discomfort until like you feel good to move on or whatever you're going through you know totally yeah Ooh, this is one. also from your students and they're asking, so this is interesting, but this is asking about how do you get your artwork out into the world? Mm. I would just like to make a note how none of those answers that we've given over the last three questions have been rapid fire at all. <laughs> so sorry. I've noticed that. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to go with it because I, mean, I think what's coming out is really nice. Like I'm learning more about yeah. you all. So this is good. Thanks, it's still fine. Thanks for dealing with us, Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> You're so patient. I it was supposed to be rapid fire. I'll start by saying talking to people just like communication community other artists talking 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 for me I'm bad at it because I feel so I still feel really hard claiming the title as an artist so right now it's just my friends and family and like a very I don't want to like I will I don't feel like I would want to post it for everyone to see or put it somewhere where everyone would want to see it right now right now maybe in a couple months and years in the future. But right now, it's very personal to me still. Yeah, Carol, that's even what I mean. Like, it's like for my answer to that question is like, I don't, I'm not represented by a gallery. I don't sell my artwork. I mm-hmm. make stuff, mm-hmm. I communicate with people. I make stuff that means something to me and that teaches me things. And yeah, I share it with friends and family and that's basically it. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. community and talking. That's how, like that mm-hmm. to me is like enough of getting it out there. At yeah. my point in the life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Carol, yes. <laughs> Show it to your friends and family. That's the best. Community. <laughs> yeah. I'm having rapid, such a hard rapid time. Rapid fire. Like, yeah. 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 Rapid fire. This is rapid fire. <laughs> I'm like serious. There's this like rant inside of me that's bubbling about like Instagram and like the pressures of like just like sharing and posting every day and like it's like <laughs> Wait, Victoria please, can, please, we, can, please, we, can we can we can we can we give the space go for it Jay, go. No, no, we no, were no, talking what? about this the other day about Instagram and YouTube and yeah 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 go go yeah. go come on Jade well it's like what you were saying earlier Victoria like like it's a mess trying to like compete and like post every mm-hmm. day and like like kind of treat yourself and your your friends and people that you know or like are strangers to you on the internet like like content machines mm-hmm. like I saw this post on on Instagram the other day that said something like like once once people started calling art uh like content and artists like content creators like that's mm-hmm. when that's when everything mm-hmm. like was ruined you know <laughs> and and I like to I don't want to be so cynical about it and, and really say that it's ruined but like that like simple sort of summation of of calling artists content creators and calling art content like really made me think differently about art on the internet as like a commodity yeah and Kate just put in the chat like commodifying our lives connections that get us by on a daily basis can you can you elaborate on that just saying like we're commodifying everything as artists in Mm -hmm. order to feel legitimized but really our art is to make connections right or and that's like, there's stuff that's getting us by on a daily basis. Like like this wonderful artist, uh, Charlotte Hong. Charlotte Hong, yeah. Yeah, Hong that's coming to our class next week, you know, is just talking about 
one thread of their artwork is to help them process their lives, right? But then what, we're supposed to sell that? And, mm -hmm. right, so how do, we, how do we also make a livelihood as artists? That's absolutely a thing. Right, and like, how do you, how do you share your art with the world without being commodified, right? Or like without being viewed as a product? Which is why I'm like so thankful to be in this group with y'all and hear hear everyone talk about like what their practice and what like making art means to them and how it's like helpful to them or helpful to y'all because I think it's really important to to hear about your own like personal experiences with art being like something that you only show your friends or you only show your family um, or you only show your community and it's like not for clout and it's not to be sold or commodified you know I think that there's something like that has a lot there's a lot of transformative potential there of like how we treat art and how we think about art as like something more than something that can be like bought and sold so much love for all that Sheer amount of yes so and this group has helped me like understand commissions and yeah. really helped me like price myself kind of because I've usually have felt really bad about like putting myself at a higher price but also being with Marwin Marwin really focuses on uplifting artists and paying artists their worth and but sometimes there's a blurry line where you're like oh I don't want to sell this because it's so personal or like it's very blurry for when an artist should sell to survive and sell when it doesn't feel like it's right to do. So I we've had conversations about commissions and all that, and I learned a lot, a lot of, from it from this group. And I've been able to share that information with the YTA and about pricing themselves. We did a workshop on like how to sell yourself as an artist to really get your foot in the door that way. So really lucky to have these group of people too got me mentor me honestly this is the best part like because the thing the thing about i think one of the biggest traps of like when you're trying to throw your work out there in the first place is not knowing your worth and i think that's one of the that's one of the things that, like i'm really glad carol like you know carol figured out um is that like dude, you're worth so much like as an artist you yeah. like you don't you don't let the world put a price tag on you because like you're new or anything like that know the fact that dude this is personal to me i get i have value in this so if you don't see the value that I see in it, that's your problem. And like really being able to stick with that to your guns. And like, that's the biggest thing that I'm always worried about for the next generation. If you're trying to like make it as an artist, like you need to go into it knowing your worth, not letting other people determine it for you. That's yeah. why you need community. That's why you need friends. That's why you need people Love, around you yeah. to build that community to help you understand that. Like, dude, like labels, corporations, whatever you're trying to get into, they will <laughs> like, they'll never get it. Like they're going mm -hmm. to transform it and like, you know, corrupt the vision that you have if you're not, mm -hmm. if you, if you yourself aren't convinced that your work has absolute value. Yes. Um, yeah. It's everywhere. Carol, yes. Mm -hmm. All these gems y'all are dropping. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yup, yup, yup. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs to hear what Yusin is saying. Yes. Yeah. It's that so was a good. mic drop. Yes. Okay, so I have oh, a bonus no. last question. I know I said the last one was the last, but this is really the last question. <laughs> is it rapid fire? You know what? No, this is not rapid fire. We will talk all night long. Ready? Keep going. I know. We'll go till midnight. What's your biggest takeaway? I'm going to do it a little fast, but people make the job a million times like better and fun. People, not the organization, but the people you work with. Even though Marwin is literally an amazing organization, I think the people are a million times better. Other takeaways? Community can really be developed online and especially in a pandemic. It's possible. Thanks. Um, geez, I'm trying to find the right words for it so I don't like blabber, but like I'm re I just, I, I, uh, my heart is so touched uh, by being with you guys. Because uh, I definitely, I have like an issue with like anxiety and overthinking things. And uh, I think with you guys, you've taught me a lot about, um, not, not just you guys, but like also our class um, right now has taught me a lot about how do you make sure that you're not just worried about all the little details and all the whatever, but also just have fun. 
and like the most important part isn't about you getting the curriculum together or you you know making sure that they taught the thing or get the thing done there's also relationships to be made there's there's love to be shared there's a whole bunch of other stuff and um i just there's so many i remember like first getting to meet you guys and having some incredible conversations with you guys and those are memories that I'll treasure. Like I know Jade and I were talking about like, what does it mean to be a professional artist now that you like leave school? I remember uh, talking to to Carol about, you know, uh, about their dreams and them like wanting to be an art historian and Kate, like we've had countless conversations and uh, the countless conversation I've had with the, young, with the young students in our class, I am so grateful for each and every one of these interactions. And they've taught me a lot about like, you need to slow down and enjoy life instead of making all of these plans, so. I can't take all this love. Oh my God. Oh, I am blow, such a softie. Yeah. This is like making yeah. my day. <laughs> this is what we get to do three days a week. Yeah. Oh, can I just come to your class every week to just feel all this love? Because we'll I need it. it. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you all so much for coming on and sharing your experiences and really just you know, I think what it comes back to is community, right? Yeah. It really is about the people you work with that makes it yeah. all better. So y'all yeah. are together, y'all are in it and classes aren't over. We still got some more weeks ahead of us, but I'm just like, I'm so happy that I could experience a little bit of the magic when I was there last of week. The dream team. I'm <laughs> into the dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you really make so much sense. <laughs> Dream team. Yes. Oh my goodness. Dream Thank you, Victoria. <laughs> this has been so much fun. Thank you for giving us a platform to just like bathe each other in love. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Anytime, anytime. Yes. All right, I will see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Guys. Bye. Love you. In the Studio with Teaching Artists gives an intimate portrait of Malwin Teaching Artists' experiences co-designing virtual programming. The podcast also highlights how beneficial it is to center marginalized young artist leadership and creativity. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Malwin Arts to share your favorite part of the episode. Malwin will be offering new studio courses led by teaching artists in fall 2021. To register for classes, go to www.marwen.org.